0: Was one of the songs they played on their Saturday Night Live appearance back in the 1990s. Welcome, everybody. It's a game night. It's Oilers now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. by or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. The Edmonton Oilers home and cooled. Second spot in the Pacific Division. 100 points on the season on a 17-4-2 run. Under Jay Woodcroft, who's gone 24-9-3, and his head coach including 18-6-3 in the months of March and April. Two games left. The Sharks tonight, the Canucks tomorrow night. Canucks, meanwhile, they are uh, home tonight in NHL action against the Oilers' opponent in the opening round of little playoffs, the Los Angeles Kings. Got a lot to get to. Uh, we'll have a complete preview of uh, tonight's matchup, Edmonton and San Jose. Provide you some numbers on these two teams as best as we can. Brian Lawton will join us today at 12:35. Uh, that is coming down the pipe for uh, Canadian Custom Built Homes at 105 for Canadian Power Pack. Uh, like Brian Lawton from the NHL Network and. Doing some work with ESPN as well, Kevin Weeks, and at 135, an update from the farm in Bakersfield with Oilers assistant general manager Keith Gretzky. This is Oilers now. You can reach us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. You know what? Since we open up with the tragically, but we'll get to the more serious stuff a little bit later on, but. Shoot me off on the text line, on the Ashley Flores text line. What is your favorite tragically hip tune? Just because. I'm in the mood. I love them. I know they are a unifying band. I think that's fair to say. As we bring aboard Brendan Escott. A uh, reminder that uh, Brendan's a big part of the show. At Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. You can uh, tweet me, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet the show at orders now. Brendan, is it fair to say that the Tragically Hip are a band that brings everybody together in this country?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll subscribe to that. Absolutely. Uh, myself and my dad have certainly bonded over them, seeing their concert a couple of times. My first concert when I was a little guy, and then I got to take him when they did the fully completely tour shortly before Gord's diagnosis i believe so i think all canadians it kind of binds us together
0: now conversely is there a band that canadians would agree they don't like that binds them together as well are you looking for me to say nickelback well that that's that you know they're kind of a you know it's funny how many people hate nickelback like i don't hate nickelback but i love the tragically Hip. you give me uh, by the way what is your favorite
1: tragically hip song it's a good question. The more I listen to him the more it changes, but I yes. think at the 100th meridian is it's sort of been the steadfast one there. Yeah, awesome tune. All
0: right. Uh, as I mentioned, Brian Lott and Kevin Weeks, Keith Kratzky on today's show and we'll be reaching them on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. We'll tell you the River Cree is one 100% restriction-free with daily food specials, spectacular live music each weekend. For more information, head uh, for shows and that sort of thing, head to Resort.com. Our top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments or no interest, that's how you build a Legacy legacy Heating and Cooling. Um, Jay Woodcroft reinforcing during the availability today, hey, hey, the focus is on tonight. A lot of people asking about Darnell Nurse. No update at this time, other than he was uh, around the dressing room today and has not yet been back on the ice after uh, suffering what was uh, the team has said is a lower uh, body uh, injury. So, of course, the hope is that the orders will have Darnell Nurse to start their playoff series. Playoffs. Playoff series against the Los Angeles Kings. Um We are going to head into the owner's now audio vault for direct work where featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices and customer service that makes you uh, feel like family. Why don't we just give you the direct Jay Woodcroft update on Darnell Nurse.
1: We're worried about tonight's game. He's out of tonight's game, Um, but it was nice to see him in person today. And uh, um, we'll see where he is tomorrow. Woodcroft also
0: shed some insight into his philosophy on resting players.
1: I think for our team, we want to make sure that we're in a rhythm, in the proper rhythm, doing things properly, having purpose to our work, understanding that today is an opportunity for us to get better and refine some things in our team game so that we're ready when uh, we start with game 83. But as I said, I keep going back to it. We're taking care of today's business.
0: Uh, Jay Woodcroft, the Oilers' head coach, and it has been. and There's going to be some interesting quotes coming up here from Ryan Nugent-Hopkins and Derek Ryan as well. Uh, Woodcroft added some additional insight on getting an inspired effort when the points don't really matter, like the next two games against San Jose and Vancouver.
1: I tried to explain it earlier, and one of my answers was that we want to have purpose to our work tonight. And the the biggest thing is that we're trying to be ready for game 83 and make sure that we maintain our level of rhythm. Um, And to do that, you don't want to do things that are out of character. So we're going to stay in character. We're going to continue to work at different parts of our game. We have a focus tonight. And um, for us, the thing that's not lost on us is that the San Jose Sharks are playing hard. They're playing very hard. And they're going to push us tonight, and we better be ready for them. All right. And uh,
0: yes, Apollo Yarvey back on the ice today after missing the last three games due to a non COVID illness. And he was on a line with Connor McDavid and Evander Kane. That's uh, been a spot. The cutter Yamamoto has uh, played the last few games on, and Jay Wincroft had uh, these comments on flip-flop and pull Yarvey and Yamamoto on the right side.
1: I like the versatility of being able to use either one in that position. I think for Yessi, you know, he's obviously a big body, someone who uh, goes to hard areas and opens up space for his line mates. I think when I think of Yamamoto, uh, I see someone who does a lot of work for his line mates, uh, plays inside people, hounds pucks, keeps pucks alive. Uh, Both of them have been good defensively. And uh, I think just having the flexibility, to move them around the lineup makes them um, dangerous players, and it's a good luxury for a coaching staff to have.
0: The Edmonton Oilers and the San Jose Sharks tonight. So a lot of people have asked, you know, what's changed here for the Oilers? Is it a byproduct of Mike Smith going on a major heater and goal? And by the way, it will be Miko Koskinen starting uh, tonight's game, but Mike Smith is 11-0-1, a 1.75 goals against average, a 947 save percentage in his last 12 starts. Is it the addition of Evander Kane? Uh, you know, and Zach Hyman. The Oilers have got a rebuilt left side, Kane, Hyman, and Fogel okay? That's who their three left wings are. That allows Edmonton to play Ryan Nugent Hopkins as a third-line center. This is a way deeper team up front than what we had a year ago against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, and, of course, uh, the Oilers spent a large portion of that series with McDavid and Dreisaitl on the same line together. So, very different-looking team. Uh, the numbers speak for themselves, I know that uh, guy passed me a note along just in terms of an illustration of what Edmonton's been uh, dealing with here. Since Jay Woodcroft has taken over, the Edmonton Oilers are fifth in five-on-five uh, goals four at 57.4%. The four teams ahead of them are Boston, Calgary, Minnesota, and Florida. Those are pretty good teams. Uh, the Oilers are seventh in expected goals for uh, ranking since Jay Woodcroft has taken over. Uh, so if you're in the top eight, that means you're a pretty good five-on-five five team. Edmonton is 12th in shooting percentage, which means they haven't exactly scorched it offensively. They are fifth in save percentage five-on-five five, since Woodcroft has taken over, and that is perhaps illustrated by the play of Mike Smith. But is some of this... So, you know, Mike Smith has is, is, is played... Extremely well. That's a given. Uh, Evander Kane has been a big addition. I'd even argue that Brett Kulak has been a very stealth pickup for the Oilers. So he played 21-07 the other night against Pittsburgh. There's another factor here. That's coaching and messaging. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was asked today by Mark Spector, what stands out about Jay Woodcroft?
2: his energy level is high always which I think you feed off as a player you feed off that so I think that's definitely a positive thing and um, I mean the way that he he hammers on the details of every aspect of the game you you know exactly what's expected of you Um, like I I was kind of saying before if you struggle uh, in one aspect of the game you can fall back on the structure because we know exactly what we need to do to have success so that's something that he he brought here and um, obviously that's going to go a long way uh, when it comes to playoff time. You want to be able to fall back. If you go through a rough game or a rough even a couple games or a couple, a couple uh, periods, you want to be able to fall back on that structure and have trust in that.
0: All right. Uh, another player uh, that has uh, benefited, I think he's plus eight uh, since Jay Woodcroft, has become the head coach, and he was having a tough time on the wrong side of that proverbial plus-minus ledger at 5 e 5 moved over to right wing from center, is Derek Ryan. And Derek didn't hold back with his thoughts on Jay Woodcroft's impact on the club.
3: He's just been exactly what we need. He's been similar to what I had in Carolina um, with Bill Peters. Um, I didn't have Rod Brindamore as a coach there, but I'd say he's similar to him as well in, in that he's just hes super um, interested about details and structure, and that's what he's implemented in our game, and I think that's kind of what was missing from our game the early parts of the year too. So um, he's a good communicator. He's really open. Um, when I was getting scratched there, a couple weeks ago he called me and let me know right away and and we had a conversation so it wasn't uh it wasn't like I was in the dark or there was a lack of communication there so it's um for me it's been a real positive experience I think he's brought a lot of things into our dressing room that we've needed um addressed a lot of things in our game that we've needed to be addressed and um I've enjoyed having him around
0: and uh, Ryan added an additional thought on the Oilers uh, team, sort of furthered what uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins said. Derek Ryan had these uh, this perspective on the team's ability to correct flaws.
3: Well, I think that's Woody's job, and Woody's been really good at that. <clears throat> I think that we've been we were searching for that earlier in the year where things weren't going our way, and. Um, You know, it just felt like we were being told to work harder or just be better and we were searching for more answers. And I think Woody's done a good job of bringing those answers in saying, hey, this part of your whatever, your forecheck, your neutral zone, your face off detail, all those things are important and these are things that you can do to get better in those areas. And um, I think playoffs specifically to your question there is is about adapting, being able to change when the other team changes. And um, I think Jay will be really good at that because he's, he's shown it so far uh, during his time here.
0: Well, that's, uh, I wouldn't call it succinct, but it's quite definitive. Would you not agree, Brendan Escott?
1: Yeah, I think there was a lot of writing on the wall there, if you wow. listened closely.
0: Yeah, and you know it's funny. Uh, I had a guy named Stony who texts the show once in a while, and Stony, frankly, sometimes uh, your timing seems a little unique. Uh, Stony was the guy that called into Oilers now, Brendan, when the Oilers were 16 and seven, and said Edmonton needed to fire uh, Dave Tippett. And I was like, we got guys that want to fire Dave Tippett when the team's 16 and seven, really. Uh, the team took on some water, went 2 11 and two. I mean, if you told. <laughs> I'm the guy at the start of the year that said Edmonton would be a 100-point team. They're a 100-point team. How they have gotten here has been a little bit surprising. I'll be the first to admit to it. Hearing Derek Ryan, um, Derek is not exactly... uh, He's clearly... Look, I've known him a long time. He's a smart guy. Uh, Those are pretty interesting comments and my interpretation of that is that Jay woodcroft and dave benson have been better equipped to come up with the solutions to some of the orders challenges than maybe uh, dave tip and jim playfair did that is how uh, i would now i would interpret i would also suggest to you um uh, that Derek Ryan was challenged to, to play as a third-line center. And and why wouldn't he have been challenged? He was not a third-line center the last two years. He was in Calgary. He was a fourth-line center there. And he's almost been reborn a bit as a third-line right wing. The Oilers penalty killing, by the way, which was a the one thing about Tippett and Playfair, they did a great job on special teams. You know, they came in and the Oilers were first in the power play, second on PK the first year there at Edmonton. Last season in the All-Canadian Division, they went first in the power play in Ninth in the PK, except three of the seven highest-scoring teams in the NHL were in the Canadian division. So there were some good offensive players, and that would affect your power play or your penalty kill. Uh, the Oilers' penalty killing fell apart as Mike Smith was unavailable, as Miko Koskinen's game went sideways during about a six-game run, and uh, the problem was that there were not solutions five-on-five. And clearly that has changed. The team is way better five on five. But when you hear Derek make those comments, it, you know, it, it lends itself to is there a, um, has something occurred here with the ability of engaging everybody? And the minutes are down for Edmonton's top players, McDavid, Dreisaitl, uh Darnell Nurse, all playing less under uh, Jay Woodcroft. Uh, but sometimes less is more and I think we've maybe seen a little and and how about more uh more results in the less uh in in some of the top guys having to do less because there's been more contributions and I know there's a lot of excitement from the uh with the fan base right now jay Woodcroft but no I would not have fired the head coach at sixteen and seven just to set the record straight um it ran its course the change was made. <laughs> And it's been pretty good for the Edmonton Oilers since then. 12-22 in Edmonton. One more comment uh or thing just to hit to. Uh, obviously, there is a, a boy that has become uh, – a real uh, source of inspiration for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, and that is Ben Stelter. Uh, he and his family were down today. Uh, they hit the ice early. He was uh, on the ice just as practice started. Ryan Nugent Hopkins had these comments on having Ben Stelter on the ice today with the players.
2: Cool experience for for him and, and for us to have him out on the ice to, today and uh, talk to him after a little bit. He had a lot of fun, so uh, he's, he's been a real inspiration for us and I mean you can tell I mean we've been rallying around him and uh, see him in warm up see him after the game uh, coming out for uh, uh, for the different periods so uh, yeah I think it was a cool cool experience for him and uh, at the same time for us as well. There you
0: go. 12:23 in Edmonton when we come back we'll give you the lineup report for Craig Hummel at Remax excellence and filter in Oilers uh, now uh, NHL today for elite promotional
3: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Marketing.
0: You're listening to Oilers now in 630 chat. The play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Elks. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Love it. Great song. Bob Cajun. Bob Cajun. To the Orders Now lineup report brought to you by Craig Hummel at RE-MAX. Excellence, find your dream home, sell your uh, old home, sold today, Edmonton.ca. So, based on the uh, morning skate today, Connor McDavid up front with Evander Kane and Yes Up, Puliarvi. McDavid with 12 points in his last four games, 29 t- points in 22 games overall against San Jose. Evander Kane, by the way, on a six-game point streak, six goals and 10 points during that stretch. Leon Dreisettle with Zach Hyman and Kyler Yamamoto. It'll be Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Warren Fogle and Derek Ryan. And Ryan McLeod back at 4C with Derek Rossard and Zach Gassian. That's what the lines looked like today. Archibald was on the ice. uh, Wasn't part of the regular rotation. On defense, Brett Kulak with Cody Cece, Duncan Keith, and Evan Bouchard. Bouchard's tied for ninth in the NHL with 31 five-on-five points. He's tied with Adam Fox, who won the Norris Trophy last year. Uh, By the way, Six power play points for Bouchard, 23 for Barry. I'm telling you, Bouchard's going to have a 45 to 55 point season in the next two years on the back end. Uh, the Oilers had Philip Roberg officially recalled uh, today, but he flew back into Edmonton yesterday. He will be paired with Tyson Barry. We will mention that uh, Chris Russell is on the ice as well. Miko Koskinen starts in goal, and he is 25, 12, and 4, 3.12 goals against average 9,01 save percentage. The sell seventh in the league in goals, for third in the power. Power play, 10th in shots, 4th, 8th in faceoffs, and they're 12-0-1 in their last 13 games at Rogers Place. The owner's opponent with acting GM Joe Will, where it is uh, the Sharks have begun the process to find a replacement for Doug Wilson, who stepped down due to uh, some uh, health challenges. Bob Budner is their head coach. They had Tomash Hurdle who just signed an eight-year extension, 8.1 million, with Timo Meyer and Alexander Barabanov. Logan Couture, a nine-time 20-goal score with Nick Benino and Matt Nieto. Out of Michigan, second-round pick 2020, Thomas Bordelow with uh, Rudolph Balsers and local product Noah Greger, the uh, nephew of Edmonton sportscaster Jason Greger. Sasha Shmielewski along with Jonah Gadjevich and Scott Reedy. And then on defense, they've got Mario Ferraro and Brent Burns. Jacob Megna along with Nicholas uh, Malash. And they've they've got Mark Edward Vlasic in year five of a – Eight year deal 7 million per minus 44 the last four years, minus twenty-one this year, with Nick Merkley, a first round pick in twenty eighteen out the OHL. James Reimer is the expected starter. He's nineteen seventeen and nine this year, two point eight five goals against average, nine thirteen save percentage. Eric Carlson, not available, lower body issue, will not play again this season. Uh he, was having a decent offensive campaign before he got hurt. That's a look at the two teams. It is twelve twenty eight 28 in Edmonton. That's the orders now. Lineup report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home, sell your old home. Sold today. Uh, sold today. Edmonton.ca. All right. Brian Lawton's coming down the path at 12 35 for Acadian Custom Built Homes. Off to a global news, weather, traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon